So, Tom, end us. Tip us off. We're going to go back to our top fives. Top fives. Um, classics. We're going to do... We did TV shows. We're going to flip it to movies. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> movies. Movies. Hey, Tom. Yeah. What do cows like to do on the weekends? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did I give that away too soon? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you oh. want to start off with honorable mentions, or do you want to do like we usually do when we go down to like two... And then do honorable mentions. Yeah, let's do that. All right. I don't really have too many honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, um, I just have like three. Yeah. So. You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you can start. Okay. My number five is The Dark Knight Batman movie. Is that your number five too? So we both have The Dark Knight <laughs> yeah. as their number five. And I don't really get into superhero movies that much. Yeah, I definitely don't. Especially, that's not even a... That's just a work of art. <laughs> I mean, if there were two words to sum up why I love The Dark Knight so much, it's Heath Ledger. I mean the oh the, you're the dark knight i'm the dark knight rises oh okay so that's different then yeah so you don't know tom's five, number five yet <laughs> but the way that he was able to portray the joker and it was nuts yeah especially because we've talked about when we watch game of thrones especially now that i get older whether it's watching a tv show or watching a movie in general when the acting is that good and you become emotionally invested into that character because of how good the acting is, it just makes the movie or TV show so much more exceptional. Yeah, it blows it through the roof. Because we've talked about it before, even if, because you didn't like this last season of Game of Thrones that much, yeah. but you're like, the acting just makes it so fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you have good actors, you can make any piece of shit decent, at least. Yeah, and I'm not a huge movie buff. I'm not going to be one that's just yeah, see these yeah. outrageous amount of movies. Yeah, same. But... If there's one, if you were to say, okay, off the top of your head, one one actor performance that sticks out in your head, this, I mean, Heath Ledger yeah. as a Joker sticks out in every shape, way, or form. Yeah, it was, and J.J. Abram did all the new uh, Batman movies, right? The Dark Knight was Christopher Nolan. I think. Oh, it was Christopher Nolan that did all of them, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan did a fucking ridiculous job with did all of them. Dunkirk, too. Yeah, because well. Batman Begins is an awesome movie, too, mm-hmm. and- all three of them, yeah, it's superhero, but it's not really superhero. Like, and especially it's, the Dark it's Knight. Pr- it's pretty fucking intense. Yeah, the Dark Knight. That shit was dark. Yeah. The yeah. way that, like, and especially, I mean, Harvey when you look Two-Face. at with... Uh-huh. Harvey Two-Face. Yeah, exactly. And you look at, I mean, the 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 after effects of Heath Ledger playing that character, I mean... You saw what happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he said he had nightmares to the point where he was so invested in that character that in he his thought nightmares... thought it was him. Yeah, exactly. So, and I mean, as... And I don't mean to sound like this insensitive at all, but that's probably why he played it so well. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you get that invested into a character and you, you, I listen to or read some of these things about how actors get into their characters and how they read up on stuff or even yeah. go and experience certain things that their character will do right. in order to get into like method that. method acting and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. In order to get into that character and it just seems nuts to me. And to go along with it, you're doing this fantastic performance around like, 60 yeah. people with yeah. like 40 different cameras yeah. boom mics everything guy eating donuts in the back and yet you're gonna have to do this and put on this flawless performance to the point where you're portraying a character like the joker that dark and intense of a character because i mean something like suicide squad with jared leto they barely gave him any lines to begin with and that was kind of a disappointment yeah. but just that <laughs> the type of character that he portrayed as the Joker, it was still like kind of dark and twisted, but it seemed more cartoony. Right. And Heath Ledger's version of Joker just seemed so real. Yeah. And I think that's why it stood out. Yeah, so I agree. The, if so, it was I mean, a great like, movie. Yeah, like I said, pretty much him portraying the Joker, because like I said, I don't really get into superhero movies at all. Yeah. 
And the fact that that is able to make it to my top five, it's pretty much all because of him. Right. Yeah. So what's so, your number five? So my number five is Dark Knight Rises. Nice. Because I forgot that it was the Dark Knight that then Dark Knight Rises. Which and one the, was that? That was the one with Bane. Bane. Okay. And the That's thing is, I loved the Dark Knight because of Heath Ledger, but I thought the scenes without him kind of got jumbled and lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the Dark Knight Rises, I thought everything was perfect. Yeah. And Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy's the man. And yeah. <laughs> one of my and, favorite actors. Anything that Tom Hardy's in, I'll go at least see. Yeah. Um, so I, I loved that movie. I thought Bane was fantastic, but I thought that the plot progression was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And it was just, it was a great way to end the trilogy, the mm-hmm. new trilogy. So I loved it through and through. Music is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, we, you know how we love music. Yeah, yeah so music was fucking perfect. Storyline was perfect. Lines were good. Um, I mean, it's just Christian Bale plays a good Batman too. Yeah, it's it was just a good ass movie. Yeah, do you like Christian Bale as Batman rather than Ben Affleck? I haven't seen it, uh, any of the new ones with Ben Affleck. Oh, you didn't see Batman, Batman versus, versus Superman? Superman? No, no, I didn't see it. That was and, the- and they shot it at Michigan State, so you'd think I'd see it. But yeah, no. that, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. I, it wasn't a great movie, but I think people gave it shit, uh, too much shit for it. Gotcha. Yeah, I, di- I didn't see it. Fair enough. So my number four, and this is probably where, in our top four maybe, except my number one might be on your top five, but my number four is Man on Fire, and that is with Denzel Washington. Do you ever see this? Mm-hmm. Do you hear about this? Do you, see you, hear, this? you hear this? Do you see this? <laughs> Man on Fire, synopsis of the movie is that Denzel Washington is a babysitter for this rich family, and then... Uh, daughter gets kidnapped and then he goes through it's kind of like a mini taken almost but it just goes through and the way they do certain scenes where they have flashbacks or they have like because Denzel goes through um, like a few mental conditions and mental disabilities to the point where he remembers certain events that happened to him in the past that reflect on him in the current day and, and Denzel Washington's my favorite actor of all time so obviously I'm a bit biased but just the whole revamp on the whole kidnap get back type of action movie because i mean that's done 10 times over so if you're able to do that and do it in a unique way to the point where he's going through this and there's a twist at the end that's kind of like it's not one of those action movies where oh you're you're swinging from a rope as the building behind you explodes and everybody like lives happily ever after and i kind of like movies like that because it makes the movie more real and more relatable to the point where if you were to go through a situation like this and you right. were Denzel Washington, the chances that you're going to get the girl back and be all happy-go-lucky and just be completely safe A-okay, yeah. is very, very low if you are if you know the situation surrounding the movie. So the way they do the twist ending and, the I mean, spoilers aside, the movie's been out for years and years and years, so I'm not going to spoil anything. But what happens is that he trades himself pretty much because he's like this known hitman he trades himself for the safety of the girl so that twist ending to the point where he the literally the last scene in the movie is because i think he would he has a gunshot wound the last scene of the movie is him being put in the back of the car to go away with the bad guys and he dies in the back seat so the way the movie does that and it makes it so real and especially when you talk about how much people get into characters how complex and deep and um emotionally connected that character was and how Denzel played it just flawlessly was definitely another reason why I liked it so much. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And yeah. it's just like a, a different take, like you said, on an action movie. Yeah. And like, I'm not huge into action movies at all. So anything that's like a little bit more twisty, it's kind of nice. Yeah. in movies that are not just actiony to be actiony. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. More yeah. so that. And then one of my favorite quotes, and I think I can get it right was when, um, 
oh, it was something to do with um, judgment is between a man and God. It's my job to arrange the meeting. I think that's how it went. Yeah. He, it, was, it was right before he shot a rocket launcher at this car that uh, was like a main source of information to find the girl. And he said that to just some random guy that he like infiltrated the house and got like a good vantage point. And the dude asked him why he had a rocket launcher. And he said that uh, judgment is between a man and God. It's my job to arrange the meeting. And just that line is so awesome. Yeah. And let alone to have Denzel say it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So what's your number four? Numero quattro is none other than Django Unchained. Really? That was on my honorable mentions. It it made appearances in my top five because I was like deliberating. So it was definitely up there. That, I mean, I could watch that movie literally 20,000 times and love it every single time and that's rare because it's like two and a half hours <laughs> yeah and it's it's so good because i mean any quentin tarantino movie i'll probably like the oh, yeah. only one that i can uh think of that i i didn't really i still don't really understand is death proof um but other than that is that the one where the girl has a machine gun for a leg no okay that's because that was one uh, of those with like a two-parter remember are you talking about kill bill no no, it was it was something. It was Tarantino, but oh no, it was um oh I forget shit. the name was I forget the name of it. It's like Machina or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh fuck, something like I'll, that. I'll look it up. Or was it Machete with Danny Trejo? That's was, probably what it was. Was that maybe, Quentin Tarantino? I don't, I, think think it, I don't think it was Quentin Tarantino. That wasn't Quentin Tarantino. I don't think so. Oh, because um, one another while you're looking it up, yeah. another Quentin Tarantino movie that I saw, but. And especially, it's revered as one of the best movies, Pulp Fiction. Because you, if you're gonna tell me that you didn't like Pulp Fiction, I, no, I'm not saying oh. I didn't like it, but people revere it as like one of the greatest movies of all time. It is, it's magic. Yeah, and I just I didn't feel that strongly towards it, but I'm by no means saying that it's a bad movie. It's a great movie, but okay. I just wouldn't put it. I mean, obviously, it's not. Yeah, my that top wasn't five, that so. wasn't Quentin Tarantino. Oh, it wasn't because Hateful Eight just came out, and that was his eighth movie. So you have Kill Bill one and two, you have Django. You have Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Glorious, Glorious Bastards. Bastards, Hateful Another Eight. Another great movie. And um, let's see, what else am I forgetting? Jackie Brown. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, and I honestly, I didn't even see Hateful Eight yet, which is preposterous. Um, great but movie. Django Unchained. Jamie Foxx might be my favorite actor of all time. He played I just, that role I just, so phenomenally. I just love Jamie Foxx just as a person. Yeah, his just, personality is great. He's fucking awesome. And... Uh, so he played that role really well. I thought that the cameos from someone like Leonardo DiCaprio fucking nailed. I love Leo so much. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about a character, an actor that you love, but a character that you hate. Yeah. It's him in that movie. Yeah, you can love somebody that just yeah. plays such a shitty character. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, he, he plays this role of, I fucking hate the character he's playing, but he's so goddamn good at yeah. it. Yeah. So... <laughs> And then uh, was it Chris stops walking? What's Chris Christopher, Christopher Walken? Walken? That's yeah. uh, he. Samuel Jackson's in it too. Yeah, well, he's, he's in every Tarantino every Tarantino movie. <laughs> but Christopher Walken, what's what's the the character's name? Oh, that I don't remember. I can't remember because I only saw Django Unchained once, but it was a long time. Christopher ago. Walken, again, he plays that role fucking immaculately. Yeah, and it's like the the quick twist of his mustache like the little tiny details of just the body language the one-liners where like Django goes and kills somebody and he's like i'm saying you owe me six hundred dollars yeah all those are perfect then you have the hilarious cameo with seth rogan 
and or no no with uh jonah hill oh yes that whole um, scene yes someone else and it's with the bags and they're just like i can't see shit yeah let's all all agree that the bags were a bad idea (laughs) that they could have been done better That's oh you all can fuck off yeah i was in absolute tears and it's so funny because only tarantino can get an actor like jonah hill to play that such a small cameo Yeah, yeah and it's just it just shows like it's dark as fuck. The Mandingo fighting is very hard to watch. Yeah, the dogs pretty, is pretty rough. That's brutal. But the then like the fact that we can get from there to that scene with Jonah Hill and la- like you can be like uncomfortable in the movie theater to laughing your ass off just yeah. shows like how fucking good he is. Yeah, that's that's literally just ter- like yeah. that's if you were to put a sentence in the epitome of Tarantino to the point where you're massively uncomfortable and five minutes later you're dying laughing. That's yeah, like that's the epitome him. of his yeah. movies. Yeah, so yeah, it was in my honorable mentions. It's definitely a great movie. So my number three is two of my la- two of my top three are comedies. I'll just preface it with that. But number, my number three is Happy Gilmore. Nice. And I remember seeing for Happy Gilmore the first, I mean, first of all, the quotes and the- They're timeless. Yeah, I mean, the one-liners. And if you go golfing a whole round without either A, referencing Happy <laughs> Gilmore, or B, trying the Happy Gilmore swing off the tee, then- you, you might as well not even golf. You're you're a super millennial. Yeah, you're you're losing money at that point. <laughs> but just the one-liners, the old Adam Sandler movies, yeah, exactly. Like the those cult classics. Yeah. And if I can watch a movie, and it's the same thing with my number one. If I can watch a movie, like a like especially comedy movies, because usually you think of comedy movies where you watch them laugh one time and maybe you'll laugh again a little bit but it won't be obviously as much happy gilmore i laugh at that shit hysterically every single time i watch the movie so if you're able to do that and with my love of comedy movies and if you can make me laugh and your name's not seth mcfarlane then you got pretty good humor (laughs) so it just timeless i remember like memories as a kid i remember i watched that movie like eight times in three days on vhs back was on vhs with my brothers and stuff and just dying laughing and just in tears every single time I watched it. So, yeah, that's my number three. That, uh, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Waterboy. Yeah. I mean, See, I never got into Waterboy that much, but Billy Madison, oof. Yeah. Waterboy's pretty great, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just that character was a little bit too silly for me. Yeah. But Billy Madison, I mean, that's... Billy Madison. So <laughs> <hilarious. laughs> Eat your soup, Billy. Yeah. It's good soup. <laughs> so, what's your number three? So mine is not a comedy. Okay. It's The Godfather. Oh, which, nice. Ba-boom, right above Boom. me. I don't know if you can... Yeah, you can probably see it. A little yeah, bit. Can they see it? Yeah, uh, a little bit. This, oh, they can see the... Huh? There. There you go. <laughs> Boom, there it is. Yeah, um, if you don't know... If you can't see it, it's The Godfather scene where he... Where Corleone goes back to Italy. And, I mean, you can say what you want about Godfather Part 2, Part 3. If it wasn't your cup of tea or whatever. I'm more of... I'm usually more of an original... Like oh, I yeah. like the first of series generally, oh, yeah. just because it sets everything up. Mm-hmm. I I mean, some of these, for instance, like Dark Knight Rises, was not the original, but The Godfather is just you want to talk about the most perfect mob movie. Yeah, like it can't be outdone. Yeah. It really can't because it's too perfect. The music in it, that soundtrack, is fucking unbelievable. If you drive a Rolls Royce and don't listen to just that, I don't know what. The, like, do you? Why do you even it? buy it? Yeah, I don't. Even, <laughs> I don't even understand anything. Like anything that's like five hundred thousand dollars or more, just cruise around listening to Godfather music. Yeah. But you should be driving, listening to Godfather music on your way. Yeah. To the golf course to make Happy Gilmore jokes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But the costumes are great. Yeah. And again, when you can, you when you can make a movie in certain time periods and kind of transform it back. Because 
obviously the Italian mob in today's world, it's not the same thing. No. Does it still exist? Sure. But it's just not the same. But to transform back into a time where you had dudes that were in full-blown black and white pinstripe suits and fedoras with Tommy guns and just that those accent. Suit, those suits back in the day were so yeah, sick. Yeah, that <laughs> accent and yeah. just that fucking just like no mercy, just sorry, you fuck with me, you're dead. Tommy gun in general is such a badass yeah, gun. Yeah, it's just I don't know why I'm on the mob side, but I'm, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, and a quick anecdote about The Godfather to the point where it actually kind of got ruined for me, but not in a bad way because I play The Godfather the game before I actually watch the movie, and The Godfather the game is based around the entire the entirety of the first movie. So there were so many scenes where, uh, like, um, Sammy getting gunned down at the, at the, um, what's it? The ticket, like to get across whatever border that he was going to that whole scene. Like that's a big scene in the, in the Godfather movie. movie. And they (laughs) they do that exact scene in the video game. And we talk about how when we play video games that are based off of movies that they're usually shitty, but I mean, that is one of my, the one of the more fun games I've played in my video game career that especially when it comes to applying to a movie, but it just kind of sucked because I remember watching Godfather one and having, excuse me, beat the Godfather, the game. I remember watching it for the first time with my dad and I was just like, shit, I know what happens. Like I know what happens next and this kind of sucks. Yeah. So, but I still, it didn't take away from the fact that it was a a great movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. sure. (laughs) Good call. Classic, Classic. So my number two, is insidious and if you don't if you haven't watched our show before you know that we are gigantic horror movie buffs and this is my number one numero uno horror movie like a bar none above everything else that i've seen it doesn't really even come close the feeling that i had leaving that theater and just the individual scenes that i can pick out in my head that i mean i won't say anything especially i mean it's been out for years but a horror movie you just don't want to spoil that type of stuff but there were just scenes in there that just gave me chills all the way down my spine that just no other movie or experience period aside from PT and the PlayStation 4 has given me with a horror experience. And the way that, because obviously horror movies have been done two times over and there's so many different forms of like the same idea almost, but to take an original idea and display it as a way, an effective way to scare some, to scare the viewer to the point where, I mean, it's not even, it's like a common known thing that horror movies today just, I mean, they all suck pretty much aside from there's like a select few where all the ratings are usually shitty and it's all just the biggest rag on is like the characters are too dumb or the, the scenario seems too easy or not even like plausible because certain horror movies like Poltergeist, I don't really get into those because I don't get into the supernatural and stuff that I can't believe can actually happen. And I'm not saying insidious could actually happen, but they like walk on that line between what could actually happen and what couldn't actually happen, depending on what you believe. And the way they were able to formulate the scenes with the sounds and the images that they portrayed on the screen, that it just absolutely shook me to the core when I was watching it. And I've watched it several times and legitimately gotten scared from each one, even though I know what's coming. So with how big of a horror movie buff I am, if you can scare me to that level and be and to go along with it, you're not just scaring me pointlessly. It's a good movie to go along with it. So if you can achieve both of those things, you're going to be on my top five, let alone my number two. That's fair. Yeah. So what's your number two? My numero dos is Mad Max Fury Rude. Nice. None of, none of one of my honorable mentions. And I got 
I, I've watched the original Mad Maxes, and they're fucking good. Really? I mean, yeah, see, I've never seen the original. It's with Mel Gibson plays Max, and it was kind of nice to do that because then when the new one came out, there's some little side things that you just kind of, oh, yeah, I remember that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, just like quirky things in general. But A, I mean, you want to talk about genres that you personally like. Post-apocalypse, you do it. Yeah. I'm all in yeah. every single time. But the fact that... I would say that the biggest contributing factor to this movie is the fact that I think less than a percent of it was CGI mm-hmm. and every car in it was in it was real. Every explosion in it was real. The flamethrowers were real. The gunshots. I mean, everything about it. And you notice it. Was real. You, and that's the thing is yeah. if you didn't know that going into it, you'd watch it and be like, wow, this looks really fucking good. CGI is crazy. And then, and then you, if you read into it and you see how they set these scenes up it is insane yeah and like if you if you haven't seen a trailer for the movie look it up because i can't even describe the vehicles that they use yeah but think about like a fucking 150 foot or separate speaker setup on top of like yeah, the two, guitar guy <laughs> yeah two trucks that are like soldered together yeah maybe that gives you kind of an idea not to mention tom hardy's in it so yeah well yeah tom hardy's in it so it's amazing yeah um but charlize theron plays a really good job oh yeah and it's just the i i do have a beef with it but the i'm not a huge fan of remakes usually but i think that they did okay with getting away from the old and putting in a new plot and i just think that the environment the characters, the makeup, everything just really makes you believe that, holy shit, maybe this is what the post-apocalypse is going to be like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, not, not to mention from when the movie starts, when he does that, when Tom Hardy does the flashback, from as soon as the movie starts, that shit never goes. ends. Yeah, it goes. And again, I'm not a huge action movie guy, but this is just like necessary action. Yeah. So, goddamn, it was awesome. And it's not just action for action's sake. Yeah. You do it in a no, unique exactly. way. Even though they not only do they do it in a unique way and... Like, like you said, we're not a fan of action movies, but if you can make a movie 100% action <laughs> yeah. from start to finish and we love it as much as we love Mad Max, then you made a damn good movie. So fucking awesome. Yeah. So my number one. Well, before you do number one, do you want to do oh, yeah. honorables? I, well, Django Unchained was one. Okay. Um. So Mad Max was another. So a couple of my other ones were Inception and Shutter Island. Both shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. Great movies, especially Shutter Island because you want to talk about a movie that really makes you think in a twist that blows your balls off at the end. That's a uh, Shutter Islands all the way. Um, and then, like I said, Mad Max, Django, and then Casino Royale as well. Because the newer James Bonds, the um, what Skyfall was really, really good. I like that. Quantum Solace sucked. But Casino Royale was Daniel Craig's first 007. Casino Royale was a great movie. Yeah, and especially the main... Um, wow, what's her name? The Bond girl from... I forget her the actress's name, but she was really good. And, and obviously, like the Bond girl is supposed to be just like this smoking hot supermodel. But the fact that she was able to be very attractive and play like a damn good character, and especially where at the end of the movie where they have like an emotional connection and like she betrays him, and then he tries to save her, and then she like doesn't allow him to save her because of what she did. And the way that you're able to make that complex and not just like we talked about all everybody's happily ever after right then it makes for a good movie and there's some comedy in it too yeah absolutely and yeah. daniel craig's an awesome james bond yeah so it, it definitely plays along with it so yeah that was my last one what yeah. are some of your did you have any uh i would say star wars 
I think The Force Awakens is the best Star Wars movie to date. Yeah, and, and a lot of people ripped on it for like kind of being a remake, but I thought it was really good. People ripped on it? Yeah. Well, well, it did really fucking well with ratings and reviews. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Probably. Probably something else. Because that, <laughs> really, that Park. did really well. Yeah. But I thought that was, I mean, and I like the original Star Wars. The first three, when I remember when they came out as a kid, I mean, I was a kid, so I liked them. Yeah. So everyone shits on them now, but I wasn't an adult. So yeah. maybe if I rewatched them now, they would suck. Yeah, and um, I'm not even a Star Wars guy, and I liked it. Yeah. The, for, and Rogue One was good, too. I, I'm not disrespecting Rogue One. I think Force Awakens was better, but they yeah, were both were good. I haven't seen Rogue One yet. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other, Monty Python, Holy Grail, fucking classic nice. ass movie. <laughs> nice. Um, this is the end. Because I don't oh, have any yeah, comp- yeah. comedies on my top five, so those two would be like, if I think about what movie made me laugh my ass off the entire time, those would definitely be up there. Um, this is tough because there's just so many random movies that I really like. Yeah, so. that's what I ran into the problem when I was generating my top five in general. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I could pick out certain ones that stand above the yeah. rest. Yeah, exactly. Because you like them all for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but I would say... I'd say we, we hit up a lot because I would say Reservoir Dogs would be another one. We kind of talked about that already. Yeah. Same with Pulp Fiction. Same with Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. What a coincidence. They're yeah. all fucking amazing. Kill yeah. Bill. Oh, God. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that I think that touches on quite a few. Oh, Saving Private Ryan. Oof. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. I think that I think that I think it's a solid. So list. we can go on to our numero uno. And yeah. for me, it's that it. It was like the same thing we do with our top fives. All right, my number one is this. Yeah, What's yeah, the rest? Yeah, same. Number one, role models. Because we talk about how I love comedy movies, and to make me laugh as hysterical as role models does is very rare. That is usually saved only for Family Guy or Archer. Yeah. So to put it in movie form and to the point where I could watch... I have role models on my generation, like... I don't even forget what the generation of my iPod is, but I got an eighth grade, put it that way, and I'm yeah. 23 years old. So I have it on my iPod for when I make longer trips, like road trips, so I can watch it. And the the one-liners are, I mean, you don't even have to talk about them to the point where role models, the one-liners right. are just endless, and I just love quoting that movie. But it's the actors are good. I love Paul Rudd. Um, and I forget who's the other guy, but he's from the American Pie series, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott, yes. They both play hilarious characters he's fucking hilarious yeah just the, that whole cast and crew everything yeah. to do with the story the plot is just so outrageous I don't, did so judd apatow funny. do that movie do you know i would not be surprised i would i would be <laughs> almost more surprised if he did if he didn't do it yeah so like i said i've watched it in its and entirety elizabeth banks yeah she's always fucking hilarious yeah she too. plays really good in comedy movies and yeah. especially like i said that whole cast just seemed to gel really well yeah and have chemistry and it shows on screen, especially in comedy form, yeah. but I've seen it double digit amount of times and I'll laugh just as hard right. when I see it for another time. So yeah, that made me, that made me think of a different, I'll mention though, pineapple express. Oh yep. God damn. I mean, yeah. but again, Seth Rogen and James, super Franco, bad too. If they're, Oh yeah. Oof. Knocked up was good, but not quite to that. Like, yeah, I didn't laugh. Pineapple express. It's like, I remember seeing that and I was <laughs> fucking crying laughing. You get Seth Rogen and James Franco. I mean, it's just endless. They, they might as well have a reality show because yeah. they are just so fucking good. Yeah. So what's your numero uno? This one again, like we'll say this every time. When I do a top five, it's like, I know what number one is. Yeah. It's trying to find everything else. So this is part of a trilogy. So I picked my favorite of the trilogy. Okay. But if all three of these 
could be if i if i had one to, super movie yeah if i if it was one super movie it'd be the lord of the rings series nice but two towers is my favorite but i would put all three of those movies above anything else oh wow and not even close nice like that if i if i could we talked about the invention we want to make if it could be forgetting selective memories i would never own anything watch else. lord of the rings credits boop all right turn it on again that's credits. All, boop. I, I could live my life and die happy knowing that I spent 80 straight years <laughs> watching Lord of the Rings. Because die a happy man. I read the books when I was really young and I did not understand them fucking at all. Because I would imagine reading that when you were young. It was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like remember... Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I remember talking to... It's not It's not quite that intricate, though. Oh, like really? The, the storylines... It's really. So not, I will admit, I've never gotten into Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is not. It's it's not hard to follow gotcha. at all. It's very simple. Gotcha. But I remember uh, talking to someone's parent who they tried to remake Lord. Of, so Lord of the Rings basically they released the books. They tried to make a movie, and apparently it sucked balls. I didn't know that really? they even tried, but it was a long time ago. And someone's like, ah, I'd really want the like someone to do this right. And I'm surprised you don't get into it because elves and bows and stealth yeah. is like. That's their I feel, thing. Yeah, I feel like I've all, I've I should, and I feel like if I dedicated the time, because I mean, isn't the mo- aren't the movies like three hours long? It depends because if you watch the extended versions, like the last one's four hours and twenty minutes. Gosh, damn! <laughs> I can't even imagine. I mean, especially a, from an actor's perspective it's too. Worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you were to watch like a whole four hour movie, especially if you get into it as yeah. much, I'm, it's absolutely worth it. But especially like from an actress perspective, yeah. how much recording and production that must have right. taken, that must have been outrageous. But again, some of the things that they did in these movies, the orcs, so these huge armies that have like 10,000 people, whatever, when they do the scenes and do the close up, they're all real people. They yeah. aren't CGI. And again, it's just all you makeup noti- and stuff. You can notice like it makes a huge fucking, di- obviously there's scenes where there are CGI and you can tell, and but it makes you appreciate the scenes that aren't so much more because you're like, oh my god, like this feels a lot more real. It's just like in video games where you notice the difference between computer generated players and players that they actually physically put the balls on and like get their motions and their facial yeah. features and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You notice exactly. a significant difference. Yeah. So it was just I love the storyline. I love the characters, and especially in these movies, I the acting was really done, really well done. The the actors that play. Mary, uh, Mary and Pippin are fucking perfect. Gandalf is perfect. Viggo Mor- Viggo Morkenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Viggo Mortensen's great, and Orlando Bloom is Legolas. Yeah. Oh my god. And then his like, like banter with Gimli. Holy fuck, dude! That move. <laughs> I can't even talk about it without just getting blood flow. It's yeah. just like, it's so. Tom, it's, for some reason, the table's rising in your end. It's so weird. Yeah, it's just, it's perfect. <laughs> I've always loved it. And and the thing is, I've never thought of myself as, like, someone who likes fantasy shit in general. But, oof, man. Yeah. That totally takes the kick. Yeah, that is a great numero uno. I thought I thought Role Models was going to be in your top five, but, hey, it's good that we have... Parody. I didn't have any comedies. Yeah, fair it's, enough. It's just kind of tough because with movies, even with TV shows, it was like, ah, oh, like, I don't know, this isn't, like, a good show. Yeah. But it's, it's really a show funny. I enjoy because yeah. like role models, it's like is the movie like because again, it's like we're not movie critics or anything. Yeah. So I mean, people my who, dissecting the plot structure, no. Yeah, exactly. So it's like with role models, it's like that movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah, is it a great movie? No, no, it's not. Yeah, same with Pineapple Express. But it's not trying. To Isn't be. it? Yeah, it's not. That's not the fucking point. It's yeah. supposed to make you laugh. Yeah, give yeah. us yucks. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> 
So if you want to let us know your top five movies of all time, or if you want to just let us know what kind of movies you like in general, or personally for me, I'd like to know what kind of, or what are your same, some of your favorite horror movies. That would be kind of interesting to know. Let us know in the comment section below, or as always go to patreon.com slash TJENT, donate one, two, five or $10 post on that wall and you get yourself on the show. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Real Talk with Tom and Joey, episode 11. Every single week, Tom and I bring two random topics of discussion to the table for your entertainment, while most importantly, keeping it real. If you enjoy what we do, head over to patreon.com slash TJENT, donate one, two, five, or $10, get some dope-ass stickers, along with some other rewards, along with $5, suggest a topic like Patreon supporter Adam Plumstead did for our first topic of the week. And if you don't want to watch us, that's okay too. You can go to iTunes or SoundCloud.com slash TJENT. Search on iTunes, Real Talk with Tom and Joey, wherever combination of that. Give us a review and a subscribe. That would really be dope. Get us into more eyes and ears. And that is always helpful because we want to spread our content as much as possible. So if they don't know. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, I always say, okay. I was, like I do you like in the beginning and then I do they at the end. I just, meh, whatever. Yeah, they get the idea. If they don't know. You get the idea. Now they kind of know. Kind of know. A little bit. Fair. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for joining everybody. This has been Real Talk with Tom and Joey, episode 11. Peace out, everybody. And we'll see you on Monday with another episode of Straight Gaming. Peace. Peace.